0: Hi guys, welcome to the Positivity and Mindset podcast with me, Lauren Balsin. We are going to be talking all things mindset, life issues and general chat about life. I hope that this podcast will make you smile, learn something new and be motivated towards change. Hi everybody and welcome to the Positivity and Mindset podcast with me, Lauren valsin So today is an excellent day because we have a very special guest with us. Uh, we have Christy Bergman with us um, and she is going to be talking to us, giving us lots more information and having a nice little chat. So Christy, if you could just introduce yourself to everyone and tell us a bit about what you do.
1: Yeah, hello. Thank you for having me. Um, so I'm a life and mindset coach for young adults. Um, so I typically help people who are struggling a little bit with their confidence, they just feel quite unsatisfied with their life. Um Usually they've got this inner knowing that they just, you know, they just crave more from life. Mm -hmm. Um, So really helping people with sort of their alignment, confidence, all those different kinds of things. Um, And yeah, just been starting up my business this year and been really enjoying doing that.
0: Oh, that's absolutely amazing. Me and Christy have a very similar, you know, mission. We have a very similar mission. We want to help young people. We really want to get them to, you know, reach their full potential. And I think Christy and I both agree with that. Um, So, yeah, one thing is Christy is very, very young and you started your business in January. So tell us a little bit about how that all happened.
1: Yes, so I think... As a bit of background so obviously at school you're always thinking like well what are my next steps like what am I going to do after after I finish so um I went on to do A levels at school and I just knew deep down that I didn't want to go to uni I just had this like that inner knowing that I was talking about at the beginning for myself just like this is not the path for me right now um and I think one of the struggles there was because I was quite academically smart, I had good grades, like everyone was pushing me like, oh, you need to go to uni, you need to you need to do something, you need to de- get a degree in order to be successful and get a good job, um, and that kind of thing. Um, so I did end up applying for uni, I did apply, um, but I didn't end up going, <laughs> um, and in the end, I first off started working a nine-to-five job doing admin because I literally was just like... I don't know what else to do, there's literally no other options for me, um, and at least if I can make a bit of money, it's at least a start, so first started off working, went straight into work, as soon as I turned 18, literally the day after my 18th birthday, I started working full time, um, <laughs> and yeah, so I did that for a year, but again, just had this like inner knowing, like this is not for me, like I'm not being challenged the way I want to, I can't be creative in this job um and so yeah January this year I started training to become a coach um and since then it's just been an absolute journey like honestly so I was originally coaching while still working my 9-5 to job um and then in August this year I left my 9-5 to job just to be like you know what I'm just gonna go all in with my passion um and yeah since August I've just been doing coaching full-time.
0: Yeah, that is excellent. That is really, really amazing. And I think you touched on a really important point about how when we are at school, we are so pushed to go to university. It's almost as if it's the only option. Like I I wasn't aware. It's apart from apprenticeships, there was apprenticeships and there was uni and those were the two options that we had. And that if you don't want to go to uni and if you don't want to do an apprenticeship, then you're you're pretty stuck (laughs) and you don't know what else to do. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, for me, like I just at that point kept all my options open. So I did apply for apprenticeships again. Like it just felt like I was really undervalued in those jobs. I think a lot of apprenticeships, not saying all of them, but I think a lot really take advantage of younger people and paying you like next nothing and again it's just like I already had the skills I needed for those jobs like it was quite it would have been quite an easy thing for me to do and not saying that in like a egotistical way it's just I know for me I need to be challenged I need to have something to keep me keep me occupied mentally um and yeah so I think yeah there's massive pressure um and I mean it's half the battle for me was getting other people to actually listen to me
0: think like no she doesn't actually want to go let's take (laughs) it seriously yes listen to me please just listen to what I'm saying people don't understand that actually us as when we were kids we knew what we wanted to do like we know kids know what they want to do and and if they say they don't want to do something it's probably because they don't want to do it they want to do something else and yeah adults need to listen to that and um I guess there's a lot of people in this same situation because I've had people on this podcast and other clients that I've spoken to and friends that I've spoken to who've all had this situation where, especially at college uh, and sometimes at uni, they've been like, felt pushed into doing Mm -hmm. a particular thing, following a particular societal construct. So for anyone who's listening, who is maybe at college or at uni and feels like they've maybe gone in the wrong direction, always in the process of making that choice. What kind of advice mm-hmm. would you give them to help them make that choice?
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think it's a massive thing within the education system. Like there is, is this expectation to you got a good school, get good grades and you go to uni, get good grades, got to keep working really hard and mm-hmm. hustling. And then you get a, a like a job, whether or not you actually get a job because that's quite uncertain at the moment with, like graduates and stuff and then like it's like oh you get married and have kids and that's <laughs> what life suppose to be like based on this expectation <laughs> though isn't it that's what people expect um and so I think I think if you've already made a decision so let's say you're at uni and you feel like you've gone in the wrong, di- wrong direction first of all don't panic don't start thinking like oh I've wasted half my life whatever all that kind of stuff just trust that your journey has led you down that path for a, for a reason to begin with um so just trust the process what's done's done you can't you can't go back and change the past to begin with um but then if you are looking to change like you just know like deep down like I did that yeah I want to do something different like this isn't serving me I think I think just honor that I think just really sit with that yourself um before going out and t- telling everybody and talking to parents and all that kind of stuff just really like understand what it is that you want for yourself like listen to your intuition because that's what I did I just kind of really honed in on my intuition what my gut was telling me and just having confidence that I knew that that was right um and then following that and then and then slowly telling people slowly telling people about it that I would trust and who would sort of just get it and if they didn't just still having that confidence in yourself like I know what I want to do for myself and mm-hmm. I'm going to go do it um, because at the end of the day, you're still young probably if you're listening to this. <laughs> um, you've got so much of your life ahead of you. If, even if you end up changing and again, you're like, this, this wasn't what I wanted to do. I, I've kind of made a mistake here. It's fine. you know. Like There's so much pressure to have it right all the time. Like We don't. Um, and that's okay. <laughs> like Absolutely. You can change, but I think just having unconditional love and acceptance for yourself so that no matter what happens you've still got yourself you've still got your own back and you know that you've like honoured honoured yourself through that process
0: yeah that is that's <laughs> actually amazing I was just thinking like I just want to take that one quote that you said and just yeah
1: <laughs> I feel like that. That just kind of like flowed out of me <laughs> that was
0: that was brilliant like just honour yourself you've still got yourself and you've got your own back that is actually key yeah as long as you are you know conditionally unconditionally love yourself as long as you have your own back it really doesn't matter what anyone else says or what anyone else does yeah. because you've got your own back and i think that's what a lot of people need to realize a lot of people are relying on what other people are telling them about themselves what your parents are telling <laughs> you about yourself your friends are telling you about yourself and honestly you're the only one that knows about yourself and has the right exactly, to be telling exactly. you <laughs> anything about yourself yeah, like-
1: yeah, like, we know ourselves best, and, like, so often we look for external validation from, like, other people, or, like, whether that's, like, oh, well, once I've got this, I'll be happy, however yeah. that looked with people. Um, but, yeah, like, everybody knows ourselves best, and I think, again, in society, we become so, like, disconnected from ourselves and our core, like, we're not taught to listen to it well not listen but like feel into the feelings and just like really understand what our bodies are trying to tell us because again like our bodies tell us so much and obviously the, there's the mindset side of it too but yeah we're so disconnected from that and um yeah like yeah. we do have all the answers it's like when you go to the doctors like you know yourself if something's not right don't you yeah so like, yeah. <laughs> use that for the rest of your life like just knowing yourself right is this serving me and ask your body, like it'll tell you. It,
0: that is very, very true. And you know, it's so important to sit, like you said, sit with yourself before you go asking friends, family, whatever for, for the advice. Sit with yourself on your own and just see how it feels. And yeah. I like what you say about the how you can feel it in your body because if you're I, I always feel it that if I have a decision to make and I sit with myself about it, you can feel it like in your gut, something doesn't feel right. Yeah. And you can feel that. And if you have that feeling, then you know. When you have a a decision to make it, it's the right decision. You feel calm. Your body feels relaxed. There's no kind of pain. There's no uncomfortable resistance, let's call it. Because that's that's the best word, I think. There's no resistance. You just feel it feels right. And it's only when you get these outside opinions that suddenly your, your feelings start to change and that's when you're likely Mm -hmm. to make the wrong decision. So, yeah, sitting with yourself, I think, is really, really important and just getting your own feeling on the situation. Then, if you want, go and ask for advice, see other people's opinions, but always remember what you originally, you know, had with yourself. Yeah, Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, because I think the mistake that I made was just asking everybody else like oh what do you think i should do like i'm stuck i don't know what to do and then having so many different thoughts and then i was just like well i don't really know how i feel now so it's kind of like i had to unpeel all of those layers and then so i could go back within myself so yeah really important
0: (laughs) that is so so important right so um another thing about christy so christy you're way more into the spirituality side than I am. Yes, I love spirituality, and I am on a I'm on a journey of learning about it. So I thought it would be great to have Christy on the podcast and tell us a little bit about spirituality and get a bit of that side of of, of the mix. So um, so when it comes to spirituality, I mean, what would you say is I guess the the aim or the point of it? Oh,
1: that's a hard, <laughs> a hard question. question, isn't uh, it? <laughs> <laughs> I think. Um... To be honest I think spirituality can mean different things to different people and there's different levels of it. Um, I think often when people think of spirituality they just think oh it's all this love and light and woo woo stuff and I'm just like there is that side there is the extreme side of it there are people out there like that but it's not for everybody. Um, I think I think really the aim is again to just focus on this like unconditional self-love and acceptance and just being present with all of that and moving into a space where you can be present um I mean I I guess the ultimate aim would be enlightenment or whatever Mm. (laughs) whatever you want to call it but um I think I think just the process, I think it's allowing everything to be fully seen, like all of the healing, all of the hard parts, and just really just accepting everything. Yeah, um
0: accepting your faults, accepting your <laughs> yeah, all of that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, exactly, because, yeah, I think people have this perception that, yeah, it's all love and light, and you have to be positive all of the time, and... I think even in the spiritual world there's people who still think that and I'm just like no you know what like that's bullshit like that's not (laughs) realistic it's It's impossible
0: I think it's impossible to be positive all the time
1: (laughs) exactly and so I think it's really just like honoring your feelings like again going inwards um obviously there's parts where you can connect to like spirit guides or like psychic abilities there's all different kind of branches of it yeah um So it's really, it is really like a minefield, I guess it's like self-development, um, mm. like if someone said, how how do you explain self-development, there's so many yeah, the different yes. areas of it, <laughs> um, yeah so I think for me that's what it is, just really healing and understanding myself on a deeper level.
0: Yeah, absolutely, I mean when, when I think of spirituality, I think, I just think of kind of, yeah, it being acceptance, acceptance of myself, of where I am in the moment I think all of being in the present moment is a spiritual thing. Um, it's all about just being in the here and now and appreciating, you know, everything around you, whatever it is that is around you, just appreciating that. Um, and I know that there's lots of different kind of tools and techniques that you can do to work on your spirituality. So could you enlighten us <laughs> on <laughs> yes. what kind of <laughs> tools and tips that you do? Yeah, I mean, wow, there's so much that I do. I
1: think i think to begin with i obviously started off doing stuff like meditation and like whether that was guided meditation sleep hypnosis just you know sitting with myself trying to like clear my mind and um, uh-huh. again with meditation there's so many different areas of it um it's just exploring them feeling seeing what fits for you um so that's one thing that i've done um and I mean, like, just stuff, like, I like all the, like, witchy stuff, so looking into crystals and um, oh. the properties behind them, yeah. like, how they, like, support you and everything. Um, so that's something else that I've done. And I think, like you said, it's really just about being present. So you don't even need to meditate yeah. to be present. I think sometimes we get caught up thinking, oh, well, I need to, I need to change this. I need to have this thing in order to be happy and all that kind of stuff, but we don't, like, you have everything you need in this very moment. And I think when we're worrying about stuff, whether that's the past or the future, that's where that's where it all kind of goes off on one and we start having all these negative thoughts and everything and the negative feelings or Well, not the, ne- the negative, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. those typically bad feelings. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, yeah, the key is to just really keep trying to bring yourself back to present moment and just be like yeah like grateful for where you are now and like just fully appreciate everything because nothing nothing is wrong in this present moment like what if you actually come back to this to the now like what is actually wrong
0: absolutely nothing, nothing absolutely wrong. um that's, yeah, so
1: so that's so kind cute. of yeah something i've been trying to do myself it's not necessarily a tool i guess but just noticing when, you drift in off, oh, noticing when you're drifting oh I would say worrying. it
0: was a tool because it's hard to do
1: <laughs> it, it's <laughs> well, you yeah. know you actually yeah. have to
0: concentrate on because I read um the power of the power of now I think it's called Eckhart Tolle yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I read
0: that and he was saying about you know like being mindful just be mindful and be present um and see how long you can hold it for and to actually make your mind completely in the present and just just not thinking, just focusing on what is around you, it's a hard thing to do. Like, I could only keep oh, it up yeah. for about a yeah. minute, and then suddenly my mind was wandering off God, about... That's
1: the thing. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, I'm saying this, I, I also, like, I'm not 100% like the spiritual master. Like, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I think um, we all have points where we drift off. Like, 10 seconds ago, I could have drifted off. Like, mm. you know, like, we're always constantly thinking about something else and just jumping everywhere so exactly. yeah just bringing it back and I think in that book I think he says go listen to silence and that's something that like I was like what <laughs> silence <laughs> like what are you on about but genuinely if you have never like listened to silence go and do that because it's like the weirdest <laughs> thing ever like I think I think for me at first it's actually quite uncomfortable I was like
0: I bet what's going I bet. on yeah yeah um,
1: So, yeah, just trying to, like, get comfortable with that silence and that presence, I think, as well, um, was a big thing for me.
0: Absolutely, because if if you imagine normal life, it's so, like, there's always so many noises, there's so many sounds, there's cars going by, there's planes flying over, there's birds doing whatever they're doing. (laughs) Like, it's hard to be in silence, and it is weird because you would never really be in silence, and it actually forces you to actually think about yourself because you're the only kind yeah. of thing there. <laughs> uh, so know, yeah to really yeah, come in yeah. in yourself and and that kind of thing so yeah I I'd, I'd say be I'd say being in the present moment and practicing that it's been it's been pretty key in my journey and my development because now I feel like I I gen, generally generally are <laughs> generally am living in the present moment I I Do obviously wander into the past. I do obviously wander into the future, but I'm quite aware of it now and can quite easily bring myself back to the present moment. And I would say that's happened through meditation, through practicing being in the present moment, through practicing mindfulness over the last two years, practicing all of this stuff. And it does eventually get to a point where you are just kind of in the present moment, and you just kind of do that. And you know, the way I started noticing was because. I started kind of forgetting what I had to do in the day and then just suddenly be like <laughs> yeah. oh wait I've got a meeting now and then, and just kind of just to go for it because I was just so yeah. in the present that I wasn't thinking about it and it's it's good because you flow when you're in the present moment you just do things and you just flow naturally and everything goes really well and um, I think it's almost it's almost like yeah, like a weird superpower. And you're just slowly. Yeah, <laughs> you're slowly flowing through life in the present moment. So I do think that's absolutely key. Um there's and there's one thing that I really need to find out more about that I know you know about, and that that is <laughs> I'm putting you on the spot again because that's what I love yeah. to do. Um, so this is about um the feminine and masculine energies. Yes.
1: Yes. yes.
0: Tell so... us about it. <laughs>
1: right okay so basically we all have feminine masculine energy within us regardless of gender whatever like we all have both feminine and masculine energy um and often they can become like unbalanced so the feminine like tends to be this flow this just like fluidity like really like tuning into your intuition um whereas the masculine tends to be more like structured and like the drive and that kind of thing um and I mean, they both have a place, like one's not better than the other. They just need to be balanced. Um, and I think so often we can have them out of balance. Um And yeah, I mean, I won't go into it massively because there's, this is like a whole new podcast episode. I mean, me and you are going
0: to arch- have to do this again, I'm telling you. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Literally. Literally, there's different archetypes within... Um, within the masculine and feminine energies. So if you if you're wanting to learn a little bit more about them, whoever's listening, um, just look up like feminine and masculine archetypes. Um and those archetypes have different kind of characteristics, I wanna say. Mm -hmm. Like they have like shadow sides as well. And so you can see where you might have like a wounded feminine or a wounded masculine and where that might need balancing out. Um and there's loads of different things you can do to start embodying more of whatever's out of balance um as well um so hopefully that gives like a basic description yeah I can't really go into it more
0: no no it makes going sense going up on all the aspects <laughs> and everything no that makes sense so we have yeah we have masculine side which is yeah more drive and structure and i guess just like getting things done maybe a bit more on the masculine yeah, side yeah. and then the feminine side which is more of our intuition more of just kind of the, I guess, spiritual knowing and (laughs) that kind of thing. And obviously, if you're too much in your feminine side or too much in your feminine energy, I guess that you uh, don't do enough, like you don't take enough action. Is that right?
1: Yeah, so, yeah, if you're, like, too in the feminine, yeah, it's just, like, you kind of just go with the flow of life. You don't really know what you're doing. Like, you've got no sort of organisation. Right. So, I mean, I guess if I use this in a business example, it would be like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm charging. Like, I don't know. I just don't know what I'm going on. Just feeling, like, very lost yeah. in that. Um, But also you can have, like, too much masculine. So just too much structure, too much drive. Like, just got to hustle, hustle, hustle all the time. Um, So it can go either way. Yeah. Um, and I think, yeah, like, we all probably have wounded feminine and masculine. I know for me... um. I've got quite a lot of masculine energy in me. I've always been very structured, very driven, which is it's good. Like, it serves a purpose. Um, but I think just raising your awareness around it and trying to integrate them both. So it's quite, like, harmonious in the way they work yeah. together.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's all about finding balance. And I think not only with the masculine and feminine energies, but with, I think, everything. <laughs> everything well, yeah. Is, yeah. is all about balance. And that is really, that is key um again with with positive and negative energy and your thoughts that needs to be you need to find a balance like we were saying earlier you can't be positive 100% of the time there's got to be a balance with every positive comes a negative <laughs> with every negative yep. comes a positive and it's about um you know having awareness of that situation having awareness of the balance and seeing making sure that you can keep it in balance because I assuming when you're in balance then you're in harmony <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes yeah 100% I think yeah if both are embodied it's just like everything kind of flows more naturally and I mean like again from like a business point of view like m- the masculine like some money is a masculine thing but often you need your feminine flow and this intuition in order to like create that money and like create that abundance for yourself so they're kind of like they work right. together and yeah. when they are in like perfect harmony like everything's just it works yeah it just flows it just flows
0: absolutely and I think you know the fact that people don't necessarily know about these energies they don't know why Mm -hmm. they act like this in in a certain situation I guess knowing this information can definitely help to kind of understand why you've you've been acting in a particular way or why something hasn't been happening for you and vice versa etc etc so yeah I do think it's really really key so um, so both of us obviously work with young people, we both have this passion to really help young people, we are young people ourselves, um, and I just wanted to know from your perspective like why you want to specifically help young people, what, what do you see the issues um, in young people right now?
1: Yes, so this is like obviously the main drive behind why I do what I do, um, I think like I was saying before I think young people are so sort of undervalued and underestimated a lot in like the workspace and in education I'm kind of put at the bottom of the list um and I just truly believe that young people have so much wisdom and like knowledge within them that can provide so much value to people I think I think young people we literally are the future um and I think for me personally, like, I'm quite mature for my age, I'm 19. Um,
0: oh, cool. And <laughs> I wasn't going to say your age just because people would be shocked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little baby. Um, but yeah, so I'm 19 and I think just like, if I can help people to raise their consciousness and really just like unconditionally love themselves at a similar age to me, whether that's like 18, 20s, whatever just think about how that's going to shape the future as a collective you know like if so many people just understand that and like know that for themselves and have this sense of self worth and just like really just step into their power because like young people are so fucking powerful like we we genuinely are like
0: absolutely
1: like genuinely i've met so many amazing people doing amazing things with their lives and just it just always ends up being on the last of people's like minds, you know what yeah. I mean, like it's always like oh well you've got to do this crappy job where you're earning like £4 an hour or something <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean um, and we just never get a second a second look Um, so just really like yeah I think helping people on an individual level obviously through my coaching but then understanding how that has an impact on the collective as well um, yeah. and a ripple effect, um, I just... I really, I don't know. I think there's a big energy shift coming for young people. I really do. Um, And I feel like I'm just, I just want to be a part of that, really.
0: Absolutely. And I can see you guys obviously listening on the podcast, so you can't see Christy right now. But (laughs) I can see the passion coming out of her. She's literally like, the the passion is there.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it almost makes me sad. Just like... Literally, it breaks my heart a little bit knowing that there are so many young people out there who...
0: Don't know their worth. They just don't...
1: Yeah, they don't know their worth or, like, their potential is not being recognised. And I just... Honestly, I could get emotional about it,
0: genuinely. Oh, bless. It's, It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. And I completely agree with you. I think that, you know, young people... If, like, if we... If young people find out this stuff and learn how to control their emotions learn how to reach their full potential, learn how to control their mindset and their energy. If they learn all of this, which none of this we learn in school, of course, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> but if we, if we learn all of this and we're saying, yeah, like you said, 20 years old, imagine what we'd be doing when we're 40 years old, when we're 50 years old, like it
1: exactly. would be
0: amazing. And you know, so many young people at the moment are struggling with mental health and all sorts of issues like this. And, there's a lot of pressure on young people at the moment. Um, and I just think that they need to be seeking this support because have working on your mindset and working on your energy, that all helps and it will all help with mental wellness and it will make people understand their worth and feel a lot better and be able to achieve their full potential. And one thing that really upsets me is um, is the fact that when young people get if they feel you know like anxiety or feel a bit of depression their first instinct is to go to the doctor and get pills and for me I think why like what you don't need to do that there's so many other things that you can do and that's what I really want to show people I want to be able to show people that there's other options and there's other things for them to do and I think as us being young people we can see through our friends like the damage that that is happening to them and and yeah we just want to help we we know that there's a better option out there and that we can we can help them with that
1: yeah for sure and I think I mean from my own journey as well like I've been when I was about started off when I was 12 I just I was depressed I had a really really low point in my life and I think that again is why I want to help people um because I've been through that journey myself I've seen how that transformation can actually take place in your life and it does have a massive, massive impact. I think, again, like I was saying before, we're so disconnected from what's going on inside of us. It's just, like, straight away, like, yeah, go to doctors, get some pills, whatever, but we don't ever just, like, go within and, like, again, listen to our bodies. Like, they tell us so much about what's going on. Absolutely. Um, And obviously that's connected with the mind as well. It's just, it's all all interlinked
0: it really it is it is and it's about trust as well I think it's a lot about trusting ourselves we know what's wrong with us it's the same way like you said when you feel ill you your body tells you that you feel ill so then you go to the doctor to get whatever you need it's the same yeah. thing your body will tell you what's wrong and you and how to solve it <laughs> like and, and you just need to listen you need to get in touch uh, with your feelings and with your emotions and that kind of thing um and I do think that's vital
1: yeah and that's the thing like we're always healing all of the time um i think this is a crucial thing as well like yeah we are constantly healing that's what our bodies do naturally um and so yeah i mean i'm not saying don't go to the doctor ever like if you need medication then
0: yes go please to the doctors, please
1: go i take medication we all need some <laughs> yeah, points but
0: absolutely
1: i think yeah with um sort of mental health a lot of the time yeah just really try and get the support that you need first of all um but yeah, there are instances where like antidepressants do help people are in such a state that such they can't bring themselves out. Absolutely, bit, but yeah, it, it's very individual. But I think again, like yeah, just listening to your body, like you, you know what's best, really.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think there's definitely, you know, there's a use for them, and that's great. But there's so there's so many people that just, you know, the first instance of when they first feel that, you know, that or oh, yeah. go, that anxiety, or they're going through a, something and they feel a bit of depression and they just go straight to the doctor. it's just their first instinct and that shouldn't be the first instinct. that's the last resort situation like <laughs> yeah. when you can't do anything else that's when you go and I mean I've had periods um in the last couple of years where I've my mental health's been all over the shop and I'm I'm pretty much against going <laughs> to, the, to the doctors for that that's just that's just yeah. me personally so I obviously invested in lots of personal development to get rid of that and work through it all and I managed to work through every single thing so I I can see how it can happen through personal development through working on your mindset and so I do think it's key I think it can help not maybe it won't help everyone but I know it can help a large majority especially of young people and that's what we want to get out there 100% yeah can I can I give an
1: example about like my own medical life of
0: course you can
1: (laughs) yeah so Basically, uh, when I was about fourteen I got diagnosed with an underactive thyroid um which is basically we have thyroid gland in our, our throat and um it's an autoimmune disease. So my body is attacking itself. Um God. and for ages I just I'm not saying this is everyone, this is just my own personal experience, but for ages I just constantly thought something was wrong with me and like I'm broken, my body doesn't work properly, blah 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 and During that time, my medication just kept increasing. So I went from being on like 25 milligrams or whatever it is, micrograms, I don't know the definition of it, (laughs) to 100. And it was just like, even when I was on that medication, I still had all of the symptoms of my thyroid. I had fatigue, I had weight gain, I couldn't lose weight, I had a slow metabolism, I was cold all the time, like all these kind of different things that were still there, even though my blood levels were normal called into the doctors and so what I've realized through my own journey is that the thing that made the most difference was the mindset work and um, wow if I hadn't like I have no symptoms now
0: <laughs> so are you joking had,
1: no like, I'm literally not joking this is why I wanted to share it like oh because, my god like I, I still like on the medication I had symptoms like no joke about it I used to cry in the doctors I used to just literally battle with them all the time um, because I was just like, well, something's not right. Something's still not working. My body's still having all these symptoms So something's still going on. Um, and yeah, over the last few years, doing the mindset work has been the thing that's made a difference. And something else now. So, I had blood tests recently as well and my thyroid levels have actually gone too high which means that my medication is now too high for me. So. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah so there could be some sort of healing that's gone on I'm not saying for definite like I'm just saying that my own experience I could have naturally started to heal my thyroid and my medications being reduced and honestly that is to do with all this personal development work
0: um I, I, I'm actually speechless
1: like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to I say to share it because like this is what I mean, like when we start listening to our bodies and just raising our awareness and I mean like there's so many different avenues you can go down, obviously there's like more of the therapy side of things like trauma, healing, that kind of thing, like emotional stuff, um, obviously there's mindset stuff, like there's just everything and just doing all of that has made a world of difference to me, Um, so I just wanted to like put that out there as I- well because I think chronic illness is most often caused by stress and like emotional trauma and stuff um and yeah I think that is really the key just radical self-acceptance just unconditional self-love really does make the world of difference with
0: it that is absolutely amazing (laughs) thank you so much for sharing that Christy because that is so awesome I literally um, I'm literally shocked I I mean I can't
1: (laughs) Well, like, I think I just wanted to put it into like an actual example because people are like, "Oh yeah, you go into mindset yeah. stuff, like whatever, like <laughs> that's for you." Like, leave you to it. But like, I think when you actually see the impact it has on your own life and other people's lives, it's just like, "Shit, this stuff actually works." Absolutely,
0: thought, yeah. no, yeah. I mean, a similar thing happened to me because I I used to get like the flu like six times a year. Mm. Every year, I would be ill like six times always missing days of school from the flu and then um started working on my mindset and I remember writing like in my gratitude list um like I'm so grateful for my perfect health like I not d- I never get ill like blah, blah blah and I just started internalizing that that I don't get ill I'm not someone that gets ill and just gets became that person and I think it was two years ago was the first year that I didn't get ill at all this and then the year before last year didn't get ill at all. Still haven't got ill. Still still waiting to get ill. So yeah. for two years, I haven't had a cold, haven't had a flu, haven't had anything. I used to be asthmatic. That seems to have completely disappeared. And uh, the only explanation that I have is the personal development. Because other than that, yeah. I haven't changed anything else. I haven't exercised or anything like that. I haven't gone to the doctors. I wasn't even... Um, right, this, you probably shouldn't tell people this, but I wasn't actually... Um, you know, registered at a doctor for, for like two years because <laughs> <laughs> I just couldn't be bothered to go. But I didn't need it and it, it's just like I, I never needed to go to the doctor and this is a new thing because before that I was hospitalised because of my asthma because I couldn't breathe, getting ill all the time, like countless times and since the mindset work it, I've had none of that, just nothing and so yeah. I, I'm there with you. I think it, that is completely... How it that yeah. is i and I do I fully believe in mindset being and working on your mind and your energy and all of that. I believe that that can heal a lot of things <laughs> a lot of lot of things, and anyone who's yeah. trying to heal any kind of illness well and especially with something like a chronic illness you're almost told that, you know, that can't go, that, that you'll have it forever.
1: Yeah. yeah, I was told I'd be on medication for the rest of my life at 14 years old. I was there like, oh my God, what is happening to me? I, I mean, I am still on medication, but... For now. For now, <laughs> who knows, who knows, maybe one day I won't be on it. That would yeah. be like a, a, a blessing. Um, but I think, yeah, just like, even when I was on the medication, I still had symptoms. There's still something not quite right that the like the medication wasn't helping with Um, yeah so yeah I think it's important and I mean I'm all for like natural natural stuff like 100% Uh uh, mindset work everything so absolutely it's definitely like an avenue to explore if people are like struggling still
0: yeah I mean you might as well definitely still go to the doctors definitely still take the medication they are the professionals (laughs) they do know what they're talking about but at the same time incorporate the mindset and just see because you might as well, that's what I always say to people and I do actually have an episode on how the mind heals the body of this podcast, I can't Mm -hmm. remember what number it is so if anyone is listening and wants to know more about that they can listen to that episode Um, and there is a Netflix documentary all about it and it explains all the scientific versions of (laughs) how it all happens so you can definitely take a look at that um, so yeah, so Christy and I really want to start, you know, a movement of coaching with young people. Um, it's something that young people don't really consider with coaching. Obviously, my business I run along with my mum, and my mum's age group—they are all into coaching. They love it. They're like, "Oh yeah, I'd love a session." Blah blah blah. <laughs> um, but the the younger generation. They they don't know much about it, and I mean, if I'm honest, I didn't know much about it before before I became a coach, and I'm sure yeah. you're the same, these So yeah, literally. So yeah, so we want to start this um this movement of coaching and like, you know, what do you uh, what do you see in your vision in the future with this movement?
1: Oh, I think. I think just people being so much more aware of what's going on within themselves and I just see like we were saying before like young people like fully like embodying like their true authentic self and like stepping into that and just creating this like massive energetic shift because I think everyone's energy like one person working on themselves will have an impact and I think if loads of young people started doing this and investing in themselves and just really putting themselves first like it's just like the energy is going to be different for the, to begin with obviously but just like generally like people being so much more conscious and,
0: oh, wow. compassionate <laughs> and
1: like it, you know like yeah I think that's the thing with this present when we're in the present moment that's what we're feeling is love like that's the like high vibrational feeling because our natural state is one of high vibration um and I think if more and more people are returning to that it's just there's going to be so much more love around I think and just absolutely I mean who knows it could be a bit far-fetched me saying all of this but I really feel like there is something something coming (laughs) for the young young generation like future generations as well after us like I think I think something, I think that that's what COVID's taught me this year, because, like, everything's just so uncertain, and I think people started, this reflection started, yes. delving into this work, and I'm seeing more and more young people starting to think, like, yeah, like, this is my life, you know, mm-hmm. I, I've got to do what I want to do, um, and I mean, I can't predict for certain, but that's kind of where I'm. I'm feeling with it all, and I feel like I'm kind of, being a leader as well as you, I think we were saying this before, we feel like we're being leaders of this kind of shift um, uh, yeah. and just, yeah, helping to create this this change that does need to happen.
0: Absolutely. And I can feel it too. I really feel like people are starting to think about their their thoughts and how this is affecting their behaviours and affecting the life that they essentially are living people are, I can see it in just the way people are speaking and the posts that they do on their personal social media and, like, I'm like, you are, you know, you're you're (laughs) thinking. And I know that, for me, a couple of years ago, when I was getting into all of this stuff, I felt so um, alone. I felt like I was the only person Mm -hmm. that knew about this. And And I guess there were other people around, but I didn't quite know how to approach them or what I was approaching them even for Um, And so I think that, you know, if anyone here is listening that is into this kind of thing and does want to know more, that you need to reach out and you need to connect with people because people can help you to take it further, especially me and Christy, (laughs) because we're here. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think people just need to have that confidence and I guess um, accessibility to reach people, especially younger people, because as we were saying, it's quite... There's not many young life coaches out there. There's uh, there's me and you. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure who else is actually out there. But there, there's a couple of people out there. And when you find them, you know, you reach out to them. And they can really help with your personal development and to help you get further. Um, and I think that's what people need to be doing. Because I know that there's people that are thinking this kind of thing. But they just, you know, don't mm-hmm. know where to start. They don't know what, you know, it's such a broad topic. And there's so much for you oh, to yeah. do. That they, yeah, they don't know where to start. They don't know who to talk to. They don't know what to do. And for me, I really just want to create some sort of platform where people can just feel that they can just come over, talk. We can mm-hmm. discuss. We can do courses. They can learn things. And especially for young people, because you know it's a bit daunting to try and approach these kind of older coaches, and they they're so advanced. I guess that you're almost a bit like, oh no, <laughs> like, I don't want to. Talk with you,
1: yeah, and just on that, I think. I mean, for me, with my because I'm training still, I'm about three quarters of the way through my qualification, but even there, like, yeah, everybody's like 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and I think, like, you're saying the sense of loneliness, it's just like even as a coach, sometimes I just felt so kind of on my own with it all. Um, and this is what I am saying about us being leaders, I think that's why. There is only a limited amount of people, but there are people out there. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think you kind of in along the journey, you kind of go through this period of feeling alone. It's kind of just part of the process. Um, but once you kind of move through that, they, there are so many people out there. Like, I think again, like we have this expectation, like, oh, well, you can't message people. You can't. You've got to be like cool or whatever. Like whatever yeah. people think nowadays. I don't know. <laughs> You know, what? I mean, there's this, like, thing, like, oh, well, I can't reach out to them, and that's weird, and blah, 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 but exactly. just, like, genuinely, like, there are so many amazing people out there,
0: just, yeah, just connect do it. with it.
1: Like.
0: Just do it, you don't know what's going to happen, I mean, even the way that we met, we, like, literally just reached <laughs> literally. out, to, I think, I can't remember who even reached out to who, but it was, like, it was a random thing where I just thought, you know what, let me just message, let's just message each other, let's just see what happens, and, from, through that we've made an amazing connection we've both are gonna probably collaborate in the future as well and just it's been awesome and that's just from reaching out and it's just, just doing it just just take take the leap yeah take the leap exactly. and jump exactly. and see what happens and, mo- and most often if you're listening to your intuition and if it feels good for you then it's gonna give you a lot of benefits and more benefits than you probably expected as well which I think is really really key um, and yeah, so I'm still, we're, we're still working on a way to try and really get this movement going and really pinpoint these people that want to learn about personal development, that want to enhance themselves and want to reach their full potential. Um, and so if anyone is listening, then do get in contact because we would love, love, love to speak with you. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, definitely.
0: For sure. yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. So do you have any kind of. Last advice for people, anyone who's listening. Um, I don't know, I I don't want to uh give you like a topic, I you can just go go free. Give
1: me a topic if you want, whatever, (laughs) whatever. If you feel like
0: there's something that you want to bring up, I'm thinking so. If so, let's say we have someone listening who um who wants to know about personal development they're not quite ready to reach out to anyone but they want to know what they can be doing themselves at home like on their own where would you say they should start
1: yes I get quite a lot of questions about this Mm -hmm. um and I honestly think it's unique to everybody um I don't think there's one right place to start I don't think there's one specific thing that you need to do to start off there's just I think just being curious, first of all, raising like just raising your awareness to different things, being curious about exploring them. Um, and just really finding like what works for you. So there's loads of different things you can do. There's journaling, there's like so many books out there. Obviously there's there's hundreds of books that are linked to self development. Um like yeah, exploring meditation. Um and just trying to like, yeah, like sitting with your feelings, raising your awareness about what's going on. Internally, um, whatever whatever way that is that works for you. Like, um, I don't think there's a one size fits all. To be honest, hundred um, percent. Yeah, so but there's lots of different things um, that you can do, and I think I started off by I think I literally started journaling, saying like positive affirmations to myself, like very like simple basic stuff, mm-hmm. um, and then that's just kind of spiraled my interest into different areas. Um, into yeah. this spirituality as well um honestly it's like it's a massive massive thing um yeah. but just find what you're interested in find what you're absolutely. interested in go for it so like me I was like yeah feminine masculine energy that's what I want to go into now yeah. um like just yeah. there's loads of stuff loads of stuff, loads um, of
0: stuff. absolutely yeah. I agree I think there's so much you can do um it is hard to pinpoint one thing um I mean personally I would say reading books I think that is I mean that's how I kind of started I think it gives you knowledge yeah. on a lot of different things so that then you can kind of pick what you're gonna research further into uh so I'd say yeah reading build up that knowledge and see where it can take you basically
1: <laughs> yeah and I think the thing with reading is as well like applying what you've learned So, like, a lot of the time we think, oh, well, I'll read this book about spirituality and I am a spiritual master. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, it's like, no, you've got to apply it. You've got to figure out what resonates with you from the book, from, like, taking that knowledge in and then start applying that in your life because that's how change happens. Um, You can't just read the book and expect your life to change, you know? Like, you've got to take action and do stuff um, as well, I think, the important thing as well, because I think for a few years I was reading all these books and I was like, yeah, but why is nothing changing? Like, I feel a little bit more positive, like yeah, I feel more positive, but like my life's still a bit shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, applying what you're learning as well.
0: Absolutely, no. I think that is key. Apply everything. The action is so important. You 100 percent cannot think that you can just read or listen to these these podcasts, find this information and do nothing about it. You've got to put in the action, you've got to put in the work. And that's when you'll start to see a change. Um, Great. So awesome. So um, Christy, can you tell everyone where they can find you if they want to find out more about you? And yeah. Yeah,
1: so I'm mainly on Instagram, I have both my Instagram and my Facebook are Christy Bergman Coaching. Um, I presume you're probably going to link it because my name's a bit... Yeah, over- I'll link it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, both my in- I use my Instagram quite a lot, I show up there. Um, lots of positive content, but also just very like authentic and real in the way that I try and show up um, because I think-, I think that's the best way. Um, and I also have a website, which is www.christybergman.com. So quite simple nice and easy it's just my name yeah um and yeah there's links to stuff in my instagram bio as well if you want like my podcast and some free resources and that kind of things
0: awesome yeah i'll link all of this in the show notes so that everyone can reach you if they would like to um i have listened to christy's podcast and it is absolutely amazing so i would definitely recommend to have (laughs) a listen to that um and yeah so thank you so much for coming on the podcast christy it's been absolutely amazing to have you here
1: Oh, thank you for having me yeah this has been a really good chat it's nice to be on someone else's podcast as well um I'm usually the host so it's nice oh yeah being the guest being the guest
0: yeah and it is very early in the morning Christy and I are both in our pajamas <laughs> with a cup of tea having our early morning chat so I think we've done pretty well yeah I mean
1: yeah feel like kind of just flowing through me like i've been a channel for this
0: information absolutely still not really awake we'll wake up now but absolutely brilliant so thank you everyone for listening and i will be seeing you in the next podcast for more information on this type of topic free events inspiration and more Follow me on Instagram at l.v underscore coaching. That's l.v_coaching, coaching and on Facebook at lvcoaching. Details are in the show notes. If you have any questions, feedback or just want to get in touch, email us at LV Services at gmail.com. We love hearing from you guys.